Welcome to That's On Them. We're your hosts. I'm Aspen. And I'm Cheryl. We are here to talk about life's challenges and how to navigate them. Offering tried and true tips and tools. Let's do this, baby. (laughs) Hi, honey. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited about this episode. I'm so excited about it. Welcome back, everybody. We hope you really get a lot out of this today. Yeah, welcome back. We're so excited. Episode five. See? If you've made it all five weeks, we adore you. I'm so happy you're here. Yes, we do adore you. We love the comments you're making. We love the questions you're asking. We wish we could get to all the questions, but we will eventually. Some kind of a longer episode, probably live, where we can actually ask some questions and answer some questions. Yeah, absolutely. So what's today? What's today, girlfriend? Oh, I like this one. So it's unnourished to nourished. Kind of like the food for the soul. Yeah. Food for the soul, baby. What is the food for the soul? You've got a great story. Of course Um, you do. And it directly... Full of stories. Probably (laughs) too many. This one is so recent, though. I mean, we literally talked about this one like three days ago. No, literally. It was this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to jump right in. So, and I'm sure many of you are going to relate to this, or at least I hope you do. But I came off last week and I was exhausted and pooped and just felt like the energy had been sucked out of my soul. So it was the weekend and, you know, you like want to live your best life on the weekend, have fun. And I was exhausted and I was a little couch potato and felt like crap to be completely straightforward. Mm -hmm. I had no energy. And, you know, when you go through your list of like, these are the things that make me feel good. Let me do them. And it was, okay, do one. I feel a little relief. It comes back. Do another one, feel a little relief, it comes back. But where I'm going with this is one of my best friends, she does not live in the same state as me. Um, And her and I's relationship is, she's a sister. She's another soul sister to me. So anyways, she called me and our schedules tend to be off. So get to actually connect is really hard to do. So she called me and we were on the phone and we started talking for, I think we were on the phone for like two and a half, three hours. And as we were going through the conversation, I just noticed how the energy in me lightened. Mm. And it just kept lightening as, and we were laughing. And then, you know, we're also laughing, crying, like yelling, screaming. Yeah. Yeah. It was everything. As I walked away from the conversation, I went, okay, what I realized is that that social connection was what was missing. I hadn't had that soul to soul connection in a couple of weeks because I'd been prioritizing other things. And that's why I was so depleted is I didn't have that oxytocin, that love, even over the phone, I hadn't really connected with a lot of people. So it was one of those moments where I went, I know what the food is for my soul. I know what nourishes my soul. And that's connecting with people. Mm -hmm. Ideally, you want to do it in person. Sometimes you don't always have the pleasure to do that in person. But if it means getting on the phone and just gabbing with someone for two and a half hours, that's what Mm -hmm. you need to do. Yes, because I remember talking to you about it after you were drained and and you had to really refuel. But, you know, I think that you bring up a really good point. And I love the food for the soul. That's just kind of the things that we do anyway. Like we love soul. We love talking about spirituality. We like talking about all kinds of things, but we kind of like that soul. We like soul food. We like soul music. We like soul everything. (laughs) 
<laughs> but when we talk about unnourished to nourished, you were so depleted. You were unnourished, right? You didn't fuel yourself at all. Because, And I think a lot of us do this. We get in our little hamster cage and those hamsters are just going around and around and around. And someone feeds us a little lettuce and we think that's nourishment. It's like, no, that's not nourishment. You got to get out of the hamster cage and you got to go right. nourish yourself. And and we're talking literally, figuratively, nourish yourself. Water, exercise, like, you know, everything that you could do that's going to make you happy. And you know, my nourishment is getting my manicure, period. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for oxytocin for me. You know, I'm a huge, huge, huge hugger. Love, love, love the hugging part of it. And that's oxytocin. So like if people are like, oh my God, I'm not a hugger. I'm like, well, I'm getting the oxytocin. Don't really care about you. I'm doing the hugging. <laughs> <laughs> but we all get we all get unnourished. We all have to feed our souls. And yeah. when we become unnourished this way, we have to figure out what it is to nourish ourselves. Make sense? Absolutely. So so yours was, and, and these are some of the tips too, you guys. Yours was reaching out, you know, talking, talking to to one of your dearest friends, no matter where what state they were where, you know, as far as locality. And for the people that don't really have closest friends. Whatever that looks like for you, if it's music, if it's walking in the park, if it's petting a cat or a dog or a rabbit, right? I mean, whatever whatever brings you, looking at a flower, buying a flower, buying flowers for yourself is huge nourishment, especially if you appreciate the beauty in the flower. Pick the flower. There's so many ways to do that. We would love to hear how you guys nourish yourself as well. Like we really, really want to know about that. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But tell us some other tools that you got in those two hours, two, three hours that you were speaking to your girlfriend. What were some of the tips and the tools that we can share with them? Like, what did you really get? I would say for me, it really comes down to laughing. Laughing is medicine for me. Um, and so, you know, with me and my friend, we just, we can laugh about anything. And usually we're poking fun at one another or, you know, we're making light of something that we're going through. I think humor is a great way to look at your situation and lighten it up. You know, mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with making fun of yourself or, you know, poking fun at your friend, of course, being kind about it. But you have to be able to laugh um, and smile. I was smiling on the phone. <laughs> um, and really what was what it all comes down to is that she was seeing me and I was seeing her. See, because we're both in these kind of stressful situations right now. And so when we get on the phone, we're like, oh, I see Hi. you. Big I'm hug. so proud of you. You're doing amazing. Like it was that I'm your cheerleader. I've got you. Yes. And of course, I think I didn't have these types of friendships like five years ago. You know, I have a few people throughout my entire life that I've been very close with. Um, but as I've, you know, gone and explored more about myself, your relationships deepen. And so, but where I'm going with this is even if it's just like your parents that you get on the phone with and you talk with or your neighbor, um, you can always, you can always receive that I feel seen moment by seeing someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or even do it for yourself. Yeah. I mean, literally, this sounds cra so crazy. I do this with clients. <laughs> And they think I'm insane. And I'm like, look in the mirror and say, I see you. Yeah. And quite frankly, when you say that to yourself a few times, it's really weird. It's like the most awkward thing in the world. But when you do it and you literally look in your own freaking eyes and say, you see yourself, it empowers you. Yeah. And you get this little tingling thing going on. It's like, 
Okay, Sherelle, I see you. I see you. Good, bad, or indifferent. Now, the thing that I want you to, I'm really going to encourage is don't judge it once you see it. Just because you see it, don't look at the pimple that you're looking at, right? Don't look at the blackhead. Just see you. See your eyes to your soul. Feed yourself. (laughs) Because we're all, again, we all are just critical of ourselves. But I would really encourage everyone to jot down some nourishment things and let us know, as well as when they're unnourished. I would say pay attention to the things that really light you up and make you feel good and have those have that list somewhere, whether it's in your phone, write it down, whatever, so that when you are on those downward spirals, so not feeling well, you can go through the list and say, okay, a workout for me, moving my body is really nourishing. I need to do it every day. So I need to... Okay, I checked that box. Am I feeling better? Yep, not feeling great though. You also bring up a really good point. Um, When I first decided to move out of the country, it's, you know, and by myself and lost a lot of family members, et cetera, et cetera. It's really kind of freaky when you don't know many people. Mm -hmm. And I received some notes from some friends that, you know, gave me well wishes and I kept those notes. And so those days when I was really kind of like, what have I done? (laughs) I have nothing. I have no possessions. I have a really little apartment. Um, I can't speak the language. (laughs) I go back to the notes and I literally read the notes and it nourishes me because it's, it might be a friend or it might've been a colleague. It might've been someone that I worked with all of the above saying, you've got this. Yeah. The biggest thing is know what nourishes you. And then also be a giver of nourishment to other people, encourage them. That's one way to receive is to give, give more, give more, give more. Let's get into the question. Yes, let's do it. I love this question. It's a great one. Um, And my favorite thing is that our listeners in Barcelona, Spain. Oh, I can't wait to go there. (laughs) So cute. Okay. Hi there. Writing in from Barcelona, Spain. I've been working on being indifferent with my soon-to-be ex-husband who seems to not want to go away, even though it was his idea to separate and divorce. I was relating to that anxiety that Cheryl talked about. My situation has taken a long time to get through. I still don't feel I'm over it. Sometimes it comes up when I think everything is moving along. How do I stay indifferent when a trigger comes up and throws me back to anxious? All right, here we go. So... An ex-husband one. Man, that's a a good one. I like this. Okay. So first things first, I think I'll give my take and then you jump in. But I really Mm -hmm. think you got to focus on your side of the street. You know, whatever your ex-husband is going through right now, whatever, you know, maybe one day he wants to get back together. Maybe another he doesn't. I don't know. We don't know the full situation of your story. But I think you need to focus on making you happy because the only person that can make you happy is you. So it's time to take inventory on our friend in Barcelona, Spain. Take inventory of the things that light you up, that make you feel really good and start doing more of those. Mm -hmm. I think a big thing is, you know, lean on your community. What what habits do you have right now? Are you, you know, do you journal? Do you meditate? Do you exercise? Do you, what are you putting in your body? You know, taking inventory of everything. And then you're really going to get a clear picture of what exactly you need. I totally agree with that. And the inventory also on the anxious side of it, you know, again, walking through this recently, a few months ago, when you take inventory and I do a lot of auto writing in the morning. Um, We're going to talk about that very soon. I'm so excited. But when you actually do take inventory on the anxious side of it, right? Not just the, the, 
healthy side of it or the things that really light you up, you start to see a pattern and you, you start to say, okay, this no longer serves me. Um, I'm anxious about, you know, him texting or not texting, um, I, Jekyll and Hyde, if I'm getting the, the good version or the not so great version, like you said, in the out, in and out, divorces are very difficult. They're not, no one, I've never had one that's been easy, including my, my own was kind of okay, but separations and divorces are difficult. So when you take the inventory of your anxiousness, Barcelona, Spain, expat, I would say, list that out. And then as Aspen said, list all those things with the, with the light you up, that make you happy, and then start to focus more on those. And if that means it's getting a gelato in Spain or, or um, having, oh, I can't remember, the tapas or something, and it's really exciting, the rices, whatever it is, go indulge and enjoy it and make sure that you're really nurturing your soul regardless of where he's coming from. And you'll start to see that no matter what he says, also use our tools. And I really mean this. That's on him. That's on them. Let it go to let it flow. Let it go to let it flow. You know, nourish yourself from feeling unnourished. Those things that were kind of just, we, we do this every day. Like we live, literally live this. That's what I would say is just take the inventory of the good, the not so great and the great and work on the great to replace the old. Can I say one thing? And this might be like a hot take for people, but you're getting divorced for a reason, you know? And whether, you know, maybe one day you're feeling like, I need, I don't know, I'm getting, I'm back in my feels, I'm second guessing, whatever. You're getting, this is all happening for you. And this is ha- is happening so that you can live your best life. So in those moments of anxiety, remind yourself that you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. You're, you're serving your soul. You're setting boundaries. Lord knows, I don't know why he, you guys are getting divorced. It doesn't matter. But it, all that matters is that you're on a track towards bettering yourself, creating a better life for yourself. And focus on that. Focus on the joy. Mm-hmm. Focus on the empowerment that comes from, I got this. I'm doing the right thing. And do it with much, as much grace to yourself and to him. You're, bo- you're yeah. all human beings. We're all here to have experiences and live our best life. And we just, you know, again, bless everybody, including yourself. So in closing, I'm so excited about next week. I can't stand it. DM us. Tell us what you think about this episode. Tell us what you think about your unnourished to nourished. You're feeding your own soul. We have our email there. And of course, we'll always have our music link. So dance, dance, dance. I love you, honey. Love you. Talk to you guys later. That's On Them is hosted by Aspen Rocha and Cheryl Pauletti, produced by Lauren Boone and edited by Sarah Buczynski. Cheryl, was that good enough? Yeah, baby. Everybody's going to love it. <laughs>